In today's show, we're looking at rotation starting lineups for the Western Conference before the season tips off in a couple of days. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And make sure you are checking out your favorite team or your local team, no matter what the sport we have you covered, whether that's the Locked On Pacers podcast, the Locked On Pelicans podcast, the Locked On Spurs podcast, or maybe you're looking for another sport, Locked On Chiefs. Perhaps if you are looking that way in the NFL, we've got you covered. Guys, earlier I did the Eastern Conference rotations and starting lineup predictions, projections, however you want to call it. Let's go through the Western Conference right now and start with the old Dallas Mavericks. Currently injured, no one, which is great news. I think the starting lineup is going to be Luka Doncic. It's going to be Timmy Hardaway, Dorian Finney-Smith, Kristaps Porzingis, Porzingis, and Dwight Powell. That's how I expect them to start off games. Coming off the bench, Jalen Brunson is the backup point guard. Um, newly signed duo of Reggie Bullock and Sterling Brown, I think should get the minutes at the wing. And then in the front court, Muxy Kleber and Willie Cauley-Stein. Now, the only one I'm probably a little bit uncertain about there is Sterling Brown. I could see Josh Green pushing into that role. I could see Frank Nilakina maybe getting some minutes there. Perhaps um, Trey Burke perhaps gets some minutes there. But I, I think that Sterling probably gets first crack there. And you'll notice that the number one person that I get asked about, Moses Brown, is not in the rotation because I don't think he's better than Porzingis or Powell or Kleber or Cauley Stein. And pairing that with me thinking that Dallas also doesn't think he's better than those guys. I just don't think he plays every night. Him and Boban will be sitting on the bench along with Green, Burke, and Nilakina most likely most nights. And then the two two-way guys, Jacory McLaughlin and Eugene Omayuri. Omari, sorry. Uh, are the two other players who aren't in that rotation to start things off. There will be nights when Brown gets a crack and Boban has a chance and Josh Green gets in there and Frankie gets in there for sure, but that's how I see the rotation playing out the majority of the time. Let's go to the Denver Nuggets. Injuries, of course, the headmaster, Jamal Murray. He is out probably until March or April. I think they'll start with Monty Morris, Farton Will Barton, Maga Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Big Chungus. Of course, that's Nikola Jokic. So that's your starting five. I think the bench will be Faku Kompazo. I think Bones Highland might get a crack first off ahead of Austin Rivers. It'll be between two out of the three of Kompazo, Highland, and Rivers. Two of those three will play. And maybe it's Austin Rivers and Highland if they don't want to go with Kompazo. I don't know. But I think Bones gets a chance. I think PJ Doge is a lock for the rotation. And then you have the two um, greens, the two J greens in the front court, Jeff Green and Jermichael Green. I think mo- the only thing that's uncertain to me there is what happens with Compazzo, Highland, and Rivers as to which one, which two of those three get gets the role. 
in terms of guys who aren't going to be playing every night, well, you'll notice that Zeke Naji, last year's first-round pick, is not there. Um, Austin Rivers, of course, as I mentioned. Bol Bol, Vlatko Chancha, and then the two two-way guys in Marcus Howard and Petter Cornelli, who um, I think Howard can have roles a, a role at times if he gets a chance during the season, but there's just uh, too many guys ahead of him, and he sort of slots in there behind uh, Austin Rivers in that uh, in that likely rotation would be my guess. Let's go to the Golden State Warriors. Clay Thompson will be out at very least until Christmas, probably until January. James Wiseman is going to be out a while. He's going to miss all of October, probably, I would say, a chunk of November as well. And they're going to start with Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Andy Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Kavon Looney. I don't think there's really any debate about that starting five whatsoever. The bench rotation gets a little bit interesting. There's no real other point guard on this team, unless you're going to count two-way player Chris Chiozza, which I'm not. So they're going to have to stagger Curry and Wiggins and Draymond even to get ball handling in there. I think Damian Lee, um, he gets a role off the bench straight away. I think Moses Moody does. When you look at Moody, 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 Moody. I'm 100% confident that Otto Porter Jr. is getting a rotation role and a pretty big one, 25 plus minutes. And I'm also 100% confident that Nemanja Bielitz is going to play. I think Juan Toscano-Anderson is going to get uh, a chance in that rotation as well. But as you note, well, you can see there, these are all basically shooting guards, small forward, power forwards. There's no real center and no real point guard. Now, Toscano Anderson can handle. Bielitsa can play a little bit at center. Porto can play three and the four. Maybe Moody gets a little bit of ball handling. But there's no real, with Wiseman out, there's no real other point guard there or no other center there. And there's no other point guard there unless you count Chiozza. Now, in terms of the guys that I have out of that rotation, maybe Moody doesn't get a crack initially and it's Andre Iguodala that comes in and maybe he runs the second unit. That's a possibility. Um, and then there is uh, John Kaminga, who's coming back from a patella strain. I don't think he's going to be in the rotation regardless, but he's not there. And then Chiozza. And the Warriors still have that one roster spot open that they're choosing not to fill, which again, given their lack of point guards and the fact that Thompson and Wiseman are out to start the year, you'd think that they'd want to get someone into that spot. But cutting you know, Mulder and Peyton and Avery Bradley before the season started was definitely a curious decision. We'll see what that ends up meaning. Uh, for the long term, but that's where we're at at the moment with the Golden State Warriors. Now, if I was to read what I'm going to read now, which is, you know, we're going to talk about our ads, it would sound stupid, but this is the copy they gave me. All right, NBA fanatics, have you heard about Price Picks? But that's stupid. Let's just talk about it this way. Price Picks, guys, it is daily fantasy made easy. It is one of the best places that you can go. Or in fact, it is the best place that you can go for NBA DFS props. More NBA DFS props than other DFS prop providers. And it not only just has the superstars, but even the bench guys getting a few minutes as well. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of. Blocks, assists, points, threes, rebounds, whatever it is, they've got you covered. And when you go and deposit, if you use our promo code locked, not locked on actually, our promo code's NBA, you get 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So with Prize Picks, you just pick two to five players. Maybe you want to pick Steph or Jordan Poole, or you want to look at Kevin Porter Jr. and you've got their over-under of points or threes or assists. You pick two to five of those, and you can get up to 10 times your entry back. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Price pick also allows mixed sports entry. So hockey, football, basketball, combine them all together to get your best combination. Use the app or go to pricepicks.com and enter our promo code NBA so you can sign up and get that match deposit. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy.
and that will do it. Price picks. Go check them out. This is a familiar problem for many of you. You watch your live sports somewhere. You've got your on-demand shows somewhere else. You've got your highlights on your phone, and then you've got someone else's login that you have to steal to watch something else. It's ridiculous. It's all over the place. How can I work out where I'm going to watch something and what's where and what's there? It's all over the shop. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get your entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites in one place like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in the same spot. No more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. Okay. The Houston Rockets. Injuries, unavailable players, John Wall. He's not there. He's not playing a game for him this year. I don't know if he's going to get traded. I find it highly doubtful that he will get traded. Maybe a buyout comes, but he's not going to play. So this starting five, I would imagine, is going to be uh, cousin Kevin Porter Jr. It'll be Jalen Green. It'll be the wild thing, Jay Sean Tate, probably. It'll be Christian Wood, the crucifix. And then it will be Daniel Tice. Now, how long it will be Daniel Tice remains to be seen because your mate, my mate, Alperen Shingun, looks pretty bloody good. And I think he's going to start by Christmas, would be my guess. Off the bench, I think it'll be DJ Augustin, Daniel House Jr., Eric Gordon, KJ Martin, and the aforementioned Alperen Shengun. Um, it could easily be House or Gordon starting over Tate, but Tate will get his 28 to 30 minutes, I would guess. Augustin just gets the backup minutes there behind Porter, and then House, probably going to be pretty limited if Gordon's playing, um, and then Martin and Shengun in the front court, but Shengun has been undeniably good in the preseason, I think, and I think there is going to be an opportunity for him to start, hopefully coming up pretty soon. Let's go to the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard, of course, the fun guy. He is out for yeah, a pretty large, uh, pretty large chunk of this season. I'm a fun guy. <laughs> if not all of the regular season. And at this point, Serge Barker's is not ready to begin the year with that back problem that kept him out basically all of the end of last season. He came back in the playoffs and then had more problems there. So he's not going to be playing at the beginning of the year. I think their starting lineup is going to look like this. Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe, Paul George, Marcus Morris Sr., and Ivica Zubats. I don't think there's too much debate about that. And then coming off the bench, it's a weird mix. There's no real backup point guard there. Terrence Mann will probably have to fill that role. He's going to have a pretty sizable role as the sixth man, I would guess. There's Luke Kennard, who can handle a bit as well. There's Nick Batum, who can handle a bit also. And there's also Justice Winslow, who can handle the ball. So while there's no point guards, there's four guard-slash-forward players who can handle the ball. And then with a Barker out, my mate Isaiah Hartenstein, he's going to get a chance at that backup center role. He won the spot over Harry Giles, which was obviously a clear decision, I thought. And he's going to have an opportunity to be a rotation player early in the season. That's just something to monitor for deeper fantasy leagues. But keep an eye on Hartenstein. I really think he's a solid NBA player. For the Lakers, this is a tough, a tough one, really, to be honest, to work out these lineups. It's hard. To begin the year, Trevor Ariza and Taylor Horton Tucker are both out. Ariza would have started. He's out. These guys are out for weeks, if not months. And I think the starting five is Russell Westbrook. Well, I know it's Russell Westbrook. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be Kent Bazemore. There's going to be um, uh, LeBron James in there as well, which is, again, no surprise. A fucking goat outside. It's just a goat. No, it's a fucking goat. Anthony Davis is in there. And then I think they might start Carmelo Anthony. I don't know that I would personally, but I think they might. Now, they could also 
put Davis back at the four and start DeAndre Jordan, which is pretty gross, but they could end up doing that. Or they could start a Wayne Ellington or a Malik Monk, push Bazemore to the three and LeBron to the four. I'm not really getting a good sense of what they got, what sort of lineup they're going to go with here. Their bench is going to have Kendrick Nunn on it. Malik Monk and Wayne Ellington are going to be there. Austin Reeves, I think, is going to get an opportunity early with Horton Tucker and Ariza out. And Dwight Howard is the backup center. But again, if we have Jordan starting next to Davis, then someone misses out here, whether that's Monk, Ellington, or Reeves. It'd probably be Reeves, but I thought Reeves has shown enough to be a rotation. In fact, Reeves has definitely played better than DeAndre Jordan in the preseason, so he'd be the guy that would look in there. But there's a lot of different ways that that Lakers rotation can look. Um, and I'm not feeling super confident about about how that situation sets up there. Let's go to the Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks is going to be out for the first two to three weeks of the season, it appears. When he is back, he will start, and Kyle Anderson will go to the bench. This is how I've got their rotation looking at this point. Ja Morant, pretty easily. Desmond Bain coming in next. Kyle Anderson at the three. Again, that'll be replaced by Brooks. Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr., and then Steven Adams. There's your starting five. And then off the bench, Tyus Jones, the wave pool, De'Anthony Melton. I think Zaire Williams probably gets an early crack ahead of John Conchar to fill that Dylan Brooks rotation spot. And then Brandon Clark and Xavier Tillman. Uh, in the front court. Now, I think Williams will get an opportunity. He's not going to stick in the rotation, but with Brooks out, he gets that chance ahead of a Jarrett Culver or a John Concha. I could also see Sam Merrill in that mix there. The guys who I don't have in the rotation at the moment are Concha, Culver, Santi Aldama, who I don't think is going to play much at all, uh, Sam Merrill, and then the two two-way guys in Killian Tilly and Eve Pons. Eve Pons, great name. Um, that's how I've got that one shaking out at this point. For the Wolves, currently no injuries, which is great news. They'll run, I think, well, I know four of these guys will start, I'm pretty sure. D'Angelo Russell, yep, he's going to start. No no uh, surprise there. Goose, Anthony Edwards. I think Jaden McDaniels is going to start, and then Carl Anthony Towns, of course. Now, the other spot is up for grabs. It could be Josh Okogie. The last preseason game, it was the artist formerly known as Torian Prince. It could be Jared Vanderbilt in that mix. It could be Malik Beasley in that mix. Shit, it could be Patrick Beverly in that mix. That I'm not sure about. Regardless of a Kogi starts, he's not playing more than like 20 minutes. So he's not playing as a full-time starter. Off the bench, Beverly's going to play, Beasley's going to play, Prince is going to play, Vanderbilt's going to play, and Naz Reed's going to play. In fact, they could even start Naz Reed next to Towns and push Jaden McDaniels to the three. I feel pretty confident about this group of 10 players, that they're going to be the 10 guys they use. But that Akogi spot, literally anybody on that bench, Beverly, Beasley, Prince, Vanderbilt, and Reed, could slide into that role. And that's going to obviously change how things look. But yeah, there are lots of different manners or modes that they can go in to getting, um, getting options there. But if you want the best tasting protein bar, there is only one option. And that is Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. These bars taste amazing. The flavor is fantastic. Always bringing out new ones as well. Cookie dough coming out recently, cherry and lime, apple almond, crisp, along with the old OG goats, cookies and cream and coconut, raspberry, strawberry, orange, mint brownie, salted caramel. But not only are they delicious protein bars that taste like candy bars, they're good for you. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. And you can get them now for 15% off at Built.com by using our promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. 
at built.com. Load your card up. Get yourself plenty of boxes of built bars. They're great. Awesome while you're watching basketball games as well. Get yourself some built bars. The best tasting protein bar ever. All right. Let's look at the New Orleans Pelicans. Zion Williamson is out to begin the year. He's going to miss a few weeks, and I wouldn't be surprised if that stretched into over a month. So I think they will start, but this is one that I'm really, really not sure about. I think that they will go with Devontae Graham, Najee Marshall, Trey Murphy, Brandon Ingram, and Jonas Valanciunas. I think. Jonas Vasilinoasas. Murphy could very easily be replaced there by Nikhil Alexander-Walker or Najee Marshall could too. But I think they want to run Alexander-Walker in a 30-minute sixth-man bench roll. I think that's what they want to do. But Alexander-Walker could easily start here over Trey Murphy. Off the bench, I think it'll be Thomas Sadoransky ahead of Kyra Lewis, unfortunately. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Josh the Hitman Hart. Garrett Temple, who they've inexplicably started every preseason game. So that makes me think he's going to be in the rotation. God, he could even start, which would be disgusting, but he could actually start. And then Jackson Hayes is the backup center. That leaves Kyra Lewis out, which is disappointing. Um, it leaves Herb Jones out, who could easily get minutes. It leaves Billy Hernan Gomez out, Didi Luzada, and then the two two-way guys, Jose Alvarado and Dalton Holmes. Is it Dalton Holmes or Dalton Om? I need to find the pronunciation of that one. I don't think we're going to need to talk about him too much this year. But that's how I've got that rotation going. But I'm not convinced. Yeah, Alexander Walker could be in that starting group. Herb Jones could be in the bench group. Kyra Lewis could be in the bench group. There's no reason for me, if they're on this team, to play Sadoransky over Lewis or to play Temple over Jones. But Willie Green could absolutely do that. And the way they've run their rotations in the precincts makes me think this is what they will do. Let's go to the Oklahoma City Thunder. No one currently injured for them. That's great. And I think their starting lineup will look like this. It'll be Josh Giddy. All right. I don't think there's any debate about that. Josh Giddy's looked great in the preseason. It'll be Shea Gildas-Alexander. It'll be Lou Dort. No, my son is also named Bort. I think Darius Baisley is going to start at the four. I'm not certain of that. I think he's going to start. And I think at center, it is going to be Isaiah Roby. Now, it might not be Isaiah Roby, but I think it is going to be him. Then off the bench, it's going to be the Salt Flake, Theo Maladon. I think Ty Jerome gets the first crack at shooting guard. The Oklahoma City Mudflap, Kenrich Williams, Alexei Pokyashevsky, and Derek Favors. Now, Pokyashevsky and Favors could easily replace Baisley and Roby in that starting group. I don't think much is happening with Giddy, Gilgis, Alexander, and Dort. They're going to lock in there. The other thing you could do is see Ty Jerome move out and Trey Mann come in at some point. And then... At some stage, I expect Derek Favors to be out of the rotation and Jeremiah Robinson Earl to jump in. That leaves, at this point, Robinson Earl out, Trey Mann out, Mike Muscala out, Aaron Wiggins out, Vic Krejci out, Aaron Wiggins, and of course, Gabrielle Deck. I could barely recognize my own dick. Um, yeah, so that's how I've got that rotation looking at the moment. The Phoenix Suns. Dario Saric is going to miss the whole season with a torn ACL. So we don't have him in the rotation. And they're starting five is pretty straightforward. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikael Bridges, who just signed that contract extension. Jay Crowder. And some people are disappointed that maybe El Aminu is out of the league and we're not going to hear this anymore. Jay Crowder holds this title now. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And DeAndre Ayton is the starting center. For the bench unit, again, I think it's pretty straightforward. Campaign, Landry Shamit, Abdul Nadir, Cam Johnson, and uh, JaVale McGee. There's your backup center. That leaves Frank Kaminsky, 
Jalen Smith, Alfred Payton, and two-way Chandler Hutchison out of the rotation. The Suns are running a very, very short rotation or roster this year. They've got 14 blokes, and one of those is out for the season in Dario Saric and just the one two-way player in Chandler Hutchison. So they're going to have 14 playable guys this season. I wonder if that, Robert Saba, is to do with money. Hmm. Let's look at the Blazers now. They're starting five. Damian Lillard, CJ McCullum, Storm and Norman Powell, Bob Covington, and uh, Yusuf Nurkic. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Coming off the bench, I think it'll be Anthony Simons, Tony Snell, Nasir Little, Larry Nance Jr., and Cody Zeller. Now, Simons, Snell, and Zeller are all questionable for the opening of the year, but I think they'll play. I could very easily see... Instead of Nasir Little, Dennis Smith Jr. in that rotation. I thought he looked pretty good in in, um, in preseason. There's also Ben McLemore who can come in there. And then you've got CJ Allaby, Greg Brown the third, and then they're two two-way guys, Trendon Watford and Keljan Blevins. Keljan Blevins, legit, one of the best names in the NBA. It's unfortunate he doesn't get to play that much, but that's, that's an absolute cracker of a name. Let's look at the Kings. I'm not sure about this one. Well, I am sure that Darren Fox starts and Tyrese Halliburton starts. They're going to start. I think I'm pretty confident that Rashawn Holmes is going to start and the pencil Harrison Barnes. Barnesy! But the other spot I'm not certain about. I think it's going to be Mo Harkless. It could be Marvin Bagley. I don't think it should be, but it could be Marvin Bagley. It could be Buddy Heald, but they've seemed pretty committed to bringing Heald off the bench in the preseason. I think Harkless starts, just to give some defensive ability there across the wing and forward spots. Off the bench, Davion Mitchell and Buddy Heald. I think that's pretty settled. Terrence Davis should be getting minutes. Probably not enough minutes, but he'll be getting minutes. And then I think it'll be Marvin Bagley and Tristan Thompson. But don't be surprised if you see Alex Len playing over Marvin Bagley and them going with two centers in that second unit. Bagley's also dealing with the knee issue that's kept him out of some preseason games. This rotation would leave Len looking on the outside looking in, Chemezi Metu, Damian Jones, another one of their million centers, Jemias Ramsey, Robert Woodard, and then the two two-way guys in Namias Keita and Louis King. And I think Lou King, uh, I think he's I think he's all right. I reckon he might have a chance to get into this rotation at some point this season. Keep an eye on Louis King. Let's go to the San Antonio Spurs. I think this is how they're going to run their starting lineup. Anyway, Zach Collins is out for who knows how long. DeJounte Murray, starting at point guard. No surprise there. Maximum Derek. Derek White at the two. Keldon Johnson, I think, will be at the three. Dougie McDirt at the four. And Yucca Pirtle at the five. I probably, if I was Greg Popovich, wouldn't bother starting Doug McDermott. I would throw Devin Vassell in there but I don't think they're going to go that way. And then coming off the bench, it's going to be Bryn Forbes, Lonnie Walker, Devin Vassell, Thad Young, and Drew Eubanks. Now, Eubanks might be replaced by Jock Landale. I would love to see Trey Jones getting minutes. In fact, I would play Trey Jones minutes over Bryn Forbes, and honestly, I'd do it over Lonnie Walker as well. But I'm not sure if Pop's going to do that. Jones is the one to watch there, I think, uh, or that straight switch for Landale and Eubanks. And, And, you know... I would be I would be instead of Forbes and Walker, Josh Primo, Trey Jones. That is who I'd be playing there. And I'd watch for that second half of the season. This also leaves um uh, was I gonna who I'm trying to work out what I was trying to say there. Um Keita Bates Diop out of the rotation. 
It leaves the chief, Al Farouk Aminu, out of the rotation. I think he's going to get cut, but they haven't announced the end of their roster yet. And it has Joe Wieskamp out of the rotation, their two-way guy. That's I don't think that's too much of a surprise. But that's how I've got it looking uh, to begin the year. And then lastly, let's go to the Utah Jazz. Rudy Gay is going to miss the first few weeks of the season, so he's out of that rotation. I think they only go nine deep. I think they'll start with Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell. He's done. He's good. Boyan Bogdanovich, Royce O'Neal, and Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. And then off the bench, Jordan Clarkson. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Joe Ingles, Eric Paschal, and, of course, the last play we talk about. The world. Hassan Whiteside. Now, when Gay is back, I think Pascal will be out of the rotation. The other guy to watch here is Jared Butler, who should never have gone at pick 40, has looked great in the preseason. And if they do go to a 10-man rotation, which maybe they should, he's going to be in. And then, so it's Butler. There is Mia One. There's Yudoka Azebioke. There is Trent Forrest. There is Elijah Hughes. And then there's Malik Fitz, who they signed for their two-way guy. Just watch on those games where Ingles is out or Conley's out. Butler's going to play, and he's going to be really, really interesting. So that's how I've got that Jazz rotation settling out. Well, that's it. That's the rotation done for all 30 NBA teams. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, thumb it up, leave a comment, subscribe. I want to hit that 40K. Get that subscriptions up there. I really want to hit that number. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.